In the springtime, the swallows fly to Capistrano, bees head for the flowers, and kids here in Southern California take off for Palm Springs. Live from Palm Springs, everything great about living here. It's Pop City on iHub Radio with Bobby Eeks and Melissa Neiderman. <laughs> wow. Am I having deja vu? Yeah, that, that was a warm and fuzzy feeling. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you like three times. I've got a big, huge echo for yeah, some me reason. Too. Me too. Let's see. Did it go away? Oh, I think it went away. It did. Yay! Well, hello oh. there, Bobby. Hi! Now, wow! This is wild, You huh? sound like you're right here, but I know that you're about 3,000 miles away. I know. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm in Savannah, Georgia, as you know, but our listeners might not know. Yes. Uh, Tell us I, about that. Uh, well, I moved to Savannah in March, I think it was March 14th. Wow. And, uh... Drove across during the heat of the, you know, when everything started hitting the fan, we were in our car taking it day by day, wondering if we would even get to Georgia before they closed state borders. We just didn't know right. what was going on. And uh, but we're here now and uh, it's I, I miss everybody so much in Palm Springs. And it's yeah. it's great to have this platform to be able to feel connected to. My hometown. I, yeah. I was. It was hometown for ten years. Well, has, was it ten years? Wow. It was yeah. ten years. I know that's not a long time for for some people in their perspective, but for me, as yeah, much as sure. I moved around in my life, that was you know that's about as long as we've stayed anywhere. Right. Well, we all miss you here, but are you getting settled in? I. I am. Uh, we are in our house. We bought a house. I flew out to Savannah and and put an offer in on a house in February. And so that closed. It, we had a really quick, like, two or three week uh, uh, escrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we had a place to go to. And we have a bed and a TV and a couple of chairs. <laughs> and that's all we need. <laughs> and a computer and a microphone. Now we know you're from Georgia, but did you ever live in Savannah before? No, I had never lived in Savannah. And, you know, I, I went back and looked at, I, I keep sort of like a, a dream board, not really a, a physical dream board uh, like some people do with a poster board and pictures, but I keep a list of things that I aspire to. And Savannah has been on my dream board for, for many, many years. Uh, I've always loved it. I've visited many times and, uh, I went and I did a movie in October in Savannah and David said, well, maybe this will be a good time for me to go out and see Savannah. You've talked about it for so many years. And he came out and just immediately fell in love with it and uh, said, well, let's move here. I said, are you serious? Because I was looking for a chance. I was looking for an opportunity to get closer to my mom and dad who are in their late 80s mm -hmm. uh, and doing really well in middle Georgia. And. So this was just like a dream come true for me to be close to my family. And David was on board for the first time. He's been to the other cities in Georgia, but this city he fell for really hard. And uh, so I said, let's do it. Wow. So is he happy that he made that decision? Is he enjoying Most it so far? He is 
happier than I've seen him in years. I, I He's like a different person. Oh, he, my gosh. Uh, I mean, he, well, you know, he's a Southerner as well. He's from Memphis, right. Tennessee. Um, but not only that, I mean, I think every, it's no surprise. It's no news to anybody that prices are cheaper here. Right, right. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I mean, you know, just, just uh, selling our house at, at the height of the market in Palm Springs and getting something here in Savannah for much cheaper. I think that's one of the reasons why he's, you know, why right. he's uh, stress, stress-free. <laughs> <laughs> stress-free. Yeah. So I have been watching on on your uh, on YouTube, your uh, six blocks apart. And I feel like uh, that's kept me connected to you and to Aww. some of my friends there. And uh, I, I'm so glad you you're doing that. It's I think everybody needs some escapism, a little diversion during yep. these crazy times. Well, that's how it started. We thought, you know, we're not going to be able to see each other go out and have our drinks at our favorite restaurants. <laughs> yeah. So we decided to have our drinks uh, on the internet. And my son got me hooked on Zoom. And yeah. then I, I told Teresa and Tristan, and then they came up with this idea. So um, we asked our, you know, as you know, our good friend, Garrick Lee, to join us. And we've been having a blast. We've made it just very laid back and silly and fun, but we have some really great people that have been on with us. So yeah, I learned trying. a lot from your guests um, and your guests are from all over the place. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's really interesting to get everyone's take on the world around them during the, you know, what's going on this pandemic. So uh, right. it's, it's really, you've got some really interesting people on there and, uh, but we also get to see you, which is nice. Pretty face. Oh yeah, we got to quick put on that makeup that we haven't been wearing all day, or (laughs) or put on that hat. But uh, see, the Pop City clothing clothing is optional. Clothing is optional. I know. I got set up today. Like, oh my gosh, I got to put on. No, wait, I don't have to put on anything (laughs) if I don't want to. That's right. I think I saw something in the news. Some newscaster um, didn't realize that he wasn't cropped. From the waist up. Oh, yeah. He so wasn't Christ- wearing pants. Christopher Reeves' son. Yes. That. Yeah, that's hysterical. Well, uh, we did do a show on Monday, and it was with uh, a lot of our mutual friends. And one of us, not me, forgot, didn't forget to put on pants, just didn't feel like it, and then forgot when they got up. So I, have I think it must have been Tristan. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't Tristan. Just- <laughs> Which is hysterical, but uh, I'm deciding whether I want to edit it out or not. It might be funny. Oh, keep it in. <laughs> hey, girls. Hey, John. John Not, McMullen. It's nice to have you back at iHub Radio. Thank you. It's Even with social back. distancing in play and, and yeah. uh, the fact that we have one of our teammates uh, just a few thousand miles away now. But uh, I guess, Bobby, you, you traded in. Uh, the uh, dry heat for the wet heat. That's right. (laughs) I know. Well, August is going to be interesting, but I grew up in Georgia. I I do remember what the humidity was like, but uh, I think I will have to get acclimated to it once again. But we are on the coast, and I'm hoping that it won't be quite as bad as it was in middle Georgia. You know, that ocean ocean breeze. We're not... 
you know, right on the coast, our house or anything, but close enough to the coast that hopefully we'll get a little bit of an ocean breeze. Maybe, oh, maybe Melissa will have to all go out there once travel Definitely. resumes and, and uh, yeah. have a Have, have you a been little... to Savannah, John? Have I've, you ever been? I've been to Georgia many times. I have not been to Savannah. My friend Andy uh, lived there uh, for a few years. And, uh, and I know some other folks who've lived there as well, uh, who all talk about what a, a neat, quaint uh, place that it is. And of course, yes. who can forget it from the, uh, was it the, um, oh, what was the movie that? Uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good that, and Evil. That, that's right. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That movie really launched uh, a wave of interest back into Savannah and rejuvenate. It really did launch a rejuvenation of the city because wow. there was like a time when it was, it was still beautiful, but sort of run down and shabby. And the homes where people were starting to tear down some of these beautiful antebellum, you know, homes, 18th century homes, even and 19th century homes. And that movie started this resurgence. And um, and now people uh, they, they started a, uh, a historical society, um, preservation society, oh, and great. luckily saved all those those fantastic homes and it's a it's a huge well it was up until about march it was a huge tourist destination so it's a little bit like palm springs in that it it is a is a very popular tourist destination so definitely come out you're living in a state where they just reopened things this week yeah they are starting to uh, well they have the option to reopen but uh, it's up to the individual business owners and um, we're not going anywhere we're just going well we go to the grocery store with our masks on and uh, mm-hmm. but that's that's about it we'll, we'll do takeout we'll you know or delivery sure um, and I think I'm not, I'm not so sure it's gonna be a big rush for these businesses to to jump back in uh, first of all, even if they're open, I don't know that a lot of people will choose to go. So if you're, you're, you're buying food for your restaurant, uh, and then you have no customers, then you're, you know, you, you could be out a lot of money. So I think they're all weighing those decisions right now and, and slowly putting their toe in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I think as of Monday, um, they were allowed to make that choice all over all over Georgia. And yeah. elective surgeries, uh, I think California, too, now can uh, do um, elective surgeries again. Isn't that right? Yes, yes. They just started that again here. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because that's I know a lot scary. of people who needed to have surgeries done that weren't an emergency, but would help them feel better. So I'm glad about yeah. that. Yeah. In Texas, my sister's one of my sister's good friends in Houston has breast cancer and was not able to go in for um, her lumpectomy or anything oh. until uh, until just recently. And so those right. are the kinds of things that are scary, you know. Absolutely, right. absolutely. That makes me nervous. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And my sister, my other sister, has. Um, you know, she's had kidney stones, uh, and you know, she's going. If I get a kidney stone, what you know, what the heck am I going to do? Oh, you know? Really? She's in uh, Virginia. It's just so interesting all over the country, um, the different approaches, and um, and all over the world, actually. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Everybody's at different uh, stages too. So mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, but it, it is, but but on a more positive note, um, it is great to be back, especially on this weekend, John. Happy anniversary! Thank yeah, you. yeah. Radio. We're, happy we're, anniversary! We are really excited that that you guys are are really kind of the the cherry on the on the uh, on the Sunday <laughs> here to our celebrating two years uh, together on the air with our listeners because uh, you were part of the team that was here on day one, and uh, right. it's really exciting to have both of you back because you present such a a positive front. And I think that right now is a time when people, um, they need to know the information for their own safety, but they also, and they, they need to hear ideas and, and talk about things that matter in terms of how we're going to move forward. But I just think that having the dose of positivity that has always come from Pop City is more crucial now than it's ever been. Yeah. I agree. That's what we oh, got to yeah. try. That's, that's what we were saying, right, Melissa? Right. People need some kind of escape for a while, a distraction. Yep. I know a lot of people are, are very depressed. And so to have something to go to, to just forget about it for an hour, hey, we're happy to do it. And I'm excited to be doing this again with Bobby. Right. Melissa and I were talking on the phone, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and we miss each other. And I miss Palm Springs. And... I also feel for the small business owners in the Coachella Valley. Oh, yes. And and so part of my thinking was, okay, first of all, I'm sitting at home with nowhere to go. What can I do to give back to a community that gave Aww. so much to us? And that came to mind is, well, it would be great to reboot Pop City and promote a lot of these businesses that are struggling in uh, in the Coachella Valley, and, and we'll, that we'll, was that was one big impetus for me. We'll be right okay. back. I can testify that this resort compares favorably with the French Riviera in every department. Palm Springs is where it swings. You're going places with Bobby and Melissa. It's Pop City. On iHub Radio. I hear somebody back there popping. <laughs> that, that, was me. that was me. I was doing sound effects. Oh, I thought you were, had some champagne going or something. <laughs> That's what we should have done for celebrating. Oh, we should have. Yeah, well. I, if, if only I had some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you were talking about, you know, giving back to the community by coming back on and helping bring some positivity to crazy time. And I'm just impressed with a lot of the businesses here that have been doing just that, too. They've been giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a bunch of restaurants that have been um, creating lunches and dinners for our essential workers um, in the hospitals, the grocery stores, and um, you know, people like 849, Smoking Burgers, Purple Room actually closed up and became a place where they created the gowns for the healthcare workers for a while. It Amazing. was- Amazing. It really is. And, and people can go um, to dinegps.com here in the Valley and find out what restaurants are still open for takeout and delivery because we need to keep them open. <laughs> yes, we do. We want them around when we can get back yeah, out. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I know that it's it, it's really hard. I want to I want to uh, 
just let everybody know how how much we're thinking of them and and that we know that it's it's a struggle especially for the smaller business you know the chains well the chains too the chains too but everybody yeah Yeah. um but i I guess we know so many of the uh, small business owners in palm springs and and they do so much for people um and our hearts are with them yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So if you can, I mean, I'm sure people are getting bored cooking every night like I am. So I try to do at least once or twice a week now for takeout. Uh, you know for- what? I have not done any takeout in Savannah, and there are some restaurants that are are doing, you know, takeout and curbside pickup mm-hmm. uh, and delivery. And uh, I can't believe I haven't done that yet. There's some really great restaurants, but uh, I've been cooking up a storm. Well, and it's fun. a good thing that I lost a lot of weight last year because. <laughs> I have like somewhere to go. Like I'm gaining it back, but at least it's not like adding on to where I was last oh, year. Funny. But uh, uh, David, yeah. David has been uh, enjoying all the all the cooking I'm I've been doing because I really uh-huh. wasn't much into it before. But isn't that yeah. right, David? <laughs> Do you have a? He better say yes. Yeah. Are you loving your kitchen? I love my kitchen. I'm sitting here. Here, I'm going to take this out so David can say hi. Hang on. I had my earbuds. I, I actually like those pop tarts that she bakes me every morning. <laughs> yeah. The strawberry ones? Yeah. She holds on them for hours, she tells me. Yeah. <laughs> there, okay, there, David. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Go away. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you got to uh, order out so you can get to know all the great restaurants. So when we come to visit, yes, yes. we know where to hang out. Absolutely. I'm yeah, I know. We're anxious to to be able to actually go and, and sit in a restaurant and, and do all of that. But um, there's there's plenty of great places and uh, but you asked me if I like my kitchen. I do. It's Good. it's a, it's it's great kitchen, nice big and it's just got everything I need. So that's, that's fabulous. You're a great cook, Melissa. Oh, I don't know about great, but I can cook. Yeah, you can. You can. I've <laughs> I'm had just dinners a little lazy. That was me. That was me. It's like David liked to cook too. So I said, well, go, go ahead, you know, but now, uh, with all this time on my hands, um, get out the recipe book and, and try new things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, that's the fun thing. I did that last night, did some kind of Asian dishes and, uh, I've never done Asian. Tell me what you made. Oh, well I did. I love the cucumbers, the Asian cucumbers with the peanut um, sauce. Mm-hmm. It's a light peanut oil, actually, I should say. And then with the vegetables and, um, you know, Tim eats chicken. I don't. So I, I just did Asian chicken and vegetables. Okay. So. Share your recipe on the uh, Pop City Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how we, yeah, that'll be fun. One. I've got some recipes I can share. I have been making those, um, cookies you know the uh devil tree inn released their chocolate chip cookie oh, recipe they did. Uh, yeah like a month or so ago maybe about a month ago and um everybody would rave about those cookies and they they let the secret out and i gave it a shot and let me tell you they are the best cookie i've ever made i've wow. i may have had better I may have eaten better cookies, but they're the best cookies I've ever made. And I've been making those for my neighbors and my uh, mom and dad. And um, David loves them, too. So I'll share that, too. Definitely do that. I know. It seems like I wasn't really that much into dessert. 
dessert. I mean, I would eat it if it was there. But now I feel like being home, I'm craving that kind of comfort food all the time. I'm craving just any kind of food. Yes. <laughs> and it is because I think it's, 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 you know, we want comfort food. We want yeah. to be comforted. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's true. we got to find what makes us happy right now and, and uh, able to get through this. And then we'll deal with, you know, the weight loss and getting back in shape after. <laughs> yeah. Now, Tim is is obviously not touring with Rick Springfield currently. No, no. But I know you probably, he probably has some, uh, some yep. projects that he's up to knowing Tim. I know he does the Piano Genius still. Right, uh, right, right. And yeah, we can talk about that. Um, there's some things that Rick has been doing that he involved Tim with. And we get to see those guys every Friday. We do a Zoom uh, with them. So when we come back, we can definitely catch up on that. Yeah, let's let's hear all about that when we come back with all right. Pop City on iHub Radio right after this. Excuse me, sir. We're trying to find out why this big influx of young people to Palm Springs. We are a classy bunch. Live from the Coachella Valley. Making the most of life in the desert. It's Pop City on iHub Radio with Bobby Eeks and Melissa Neiderman. All right, we're back. We are we back. Are back. And we are. you are at home with your husband who is no longer touring. This time of year, he probably, would he be very busy this time of year normally? Yeah, well, uh, we were supposed to be in our yearly uh, Disney World shows, the whole Florida and Alabama shows. They were all canceled. And in two weeks, we were supposed to be heading for the fan event in Cancun. Um, so I'm really bummed about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am very, very sad about so. that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. You know, you, you're used to a routine where you're constantly traveling and, uh, you go from that to being home full time. Luckily, you know, he has another job where he has his, uh, teaching piano teaching on pianos, piano genius.com. Right. And um, Rick, you can't sit still. So he's been doing a lot of, if anybody follows him on Instagram or Facebook, he's doing a lot of funny little skits about um, how to teach you how to play Jesse's Girl in 60 seconds. And it's all like a little comedy scene. And now he's, um, he's working, or has worked, I should say, with Ellen DeGeneres' brother, Vance DeGeneres. And... Mm-hmm. They did another little video skit about how to write a song with a partner in in, uh, in a pandemic. And so they did just that, and they had Tim do the keyboard parts for it. And, oh, uh, cool. You it, think Ellen is going to put it on her show? You know, that's what I keep wondering if that's going to happen. It is coming out next week, and people have to pay for it, but all the proceeds are going to uh, Feed America. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it's it's going to be fun. We we are going to be in the video a little bit. Yes. Oh, really? Like thousands of people. So it's going to be real fast. You'll see people singing the la-la-las or whatever they are, na-na-nas. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun to see how it all worked oh, out. Oh, that's awesome. Well, then you guys are doing well. You're you're not getting each other's hair or anything like that. Well, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to go from, you know, to go from not seeing somebody all the time to 24-7. So I know. My like- sister said the same thing when her husband retired from being a commercial airline pilot. It's like, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, this is an adjustment. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That would really, same thing. Yeah, like Teresa and Tristan, same mm-hmm. thing. You know, he's away usually all week, and they only see each other on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So you how can, are they doing? <laughs> well, you can watch, just watch six blocks apart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have. They've, they've, I've heard her tell them, you know, tell them what to do a couple times. But I've heard her do that before, just you know, yeah, exactly. at restaurants. <laughs> yeah, but, they're they're a funny couple, so it's yeah, uh, it's fun to uh, do that with them as well. But uh, yeah, so you know, Tim's keeping busy. He's he's working on his stuff and Rick's stuff, and we're just. I know this is going to be a long haul for concerts. Yeah, that's going to, what, what are they saying? What are they, I mean, he's really in the know. Um, I, I know it's probably still speculation, but right. he has uh, more of an insider's view on the future of entertainment, live entertainment. Well, what and I think, I, yeah, I think California is going to be the one that doesn't do any of it till maybe fall, if that. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the state, I think, mm-hmm. personally. So we'll have to wait and see. But, oh, yeah, no, um, I think they said California. There's no, not going to be for months and months. So Coachella has been rescheduled until October. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, we'll but that's probably that, going to be pushed that, off even till next yeah. spring. And they said that that may not even happen then. And Disney mm-hmm. just announced early this week uh, through uh, the financial market companies uh, that they had to give forecasts to, that they are probably not going to reopen their parks until at least next January 1st. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I also heard that Disney was, if they do open, they're only allowing a certain amount of people uh, at a mm-hmm. time, and it's going to well, obviously that's great. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, except for the prices. Yeah, yeah the but prices the lines, think up. of the great lines. I know. <laughs> That'll be the only good thing about yes, it. I did hear something on the news about how much money the airline industry was losing daily, like mm-hmm. millions daily, and uh, that eventually, uh, you know, prices are gonna are gonna yeah. have to go up. They're gonna they have, have to, to go up. Yeah, yeah. have to. Uh, yeah, and they're gonna have to. We're gonna all have more leg room, though. We, you know, I I, I like to propose a little segment on Pop City uh, called Silver Linings. Yeah. And uh, even though we're going through all these major changes in our lives, and uh, there are some silver linings, and one of those is more legroom on the airplane. <laughs> That's right, exactly, and maybe even no middle seat, so you don't right. have to have anybody in the middle seat. That would be nice. It's all first class. Wouldn't yeah, that be great? That would be great. You know, I actually am a little bit. I'm more concerned about going on an airplane than going to a concert. Maybe because I'm not the one in the audience right now, but uh, I just feel like yeah. the close quarters makes close me nervous. quarters, the recycled air. I did hear on iHub Radio News uh, before we, we started our show that was it JetBlue is the first airline that will be requiring passengers to wear 
face masks. And good. isn't it, isn't and it kind of I'm funny that it's taken... that, that, that they're not asking people to do that on all the airlines. Yeah, isn't it funny that it hasn't happened like weeks ago? Well, yeah, very that's strange. Crazy. That's crazy. Uh, a friend of mine uh, flew to Dallas right after this side of crazy. I was in a play in, in West Hollywood in uh, February and it closed March 8th. And he left Del Shores. Well, you know, everybody knows yes. Del Shores. He's a playwright yeah. extraordinaire. And he flew March 9th uh, to Dallas to rehearse with his Dallas cast to open the play there. Of course, that didn't happen. But he ended up getting sort of. You know, he was in Dallas, uh, got a little stuck there, eventually flew back to to West Hollywood uh, on an empty plane for wow. all intents and purposes. Uh, I mean, first class was full, he said, because uh, everybody's thinking, oh, I want I want lots of room, so I'm going to get a first class ticket. Well, he looked online and he said, well, there's nobody in coach. I'd rather sit in coach where nobody's right? going to be sitting next to me. So he flew back. He and Emerson Collins were in coach and, and they had, you know, several rows in between them. And um, so... Uh, there aren't many people on planes, uh, and when they yeah. do start to come back, uh, there will be some changes, I'm sure. You know, it's, oh, funny, to be. it's funny you mentioned Dell because one of the things he's been doing since all of this happened is he's been doing storytelling uh, at mm-hmm. nights, and it's been a, it's been, I've managed to, to pipe in and, and uh, watch the streams on a few occasions, and it's been really fun. And then he would sit and watch a, a episode of one of his shows uh, with people online as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. how fun! That's great. Yes, people are getting very creative. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Debbie Holiday uh, was uh, doing Facebook Live, doing a concert in her home, and she made her wherever she was, maybe it was her studio in her, at her house, but she made it look like a disco and she oh, was all fun. dressed up and, and singing her heart out and people were able to comment and she could talk back with them, you know, it was Facebook live. And it's just, people are really getting creative. And there's another silver lining is, uh, is how people are coming up with some, hopefully some ideas that will change things for the better for all of us. And, uh, that's that's been a silver lining for me to see. Right. And then I'm sure people are doing uh, just new things that they never tried before. Like I'm doing video editing now and, you know, I'm learning about that. Good. So that's something new. It's something that came out of this. I probably wouldn't have had the patience to sit and do that. So I'm sure people, you know, maybe they're taking a piano lesson or exactly. they're exactly <laughs> they're learning I'm gonna, a language. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to start uh, sewing masks. I have two sewing oh, machines cool, huh? and I, I never get around to doing it when we're busy, you know, with our lives. Right. But, but now I've got the time. And so, uh, and I have elastic, which, uh, Ooh. I got from my mother. She had a whole big old bolt of a uh, roll of elastic. So that's the thing. It's hard to come by some things these days, right. but, uh, and she also gave me toilet paper because we were down to our last, <laughs> last I know. I can't believe that's still going on. People it's, are still hoarding toilet paper. I don't get it. I, I just don't, don't get it. I but. get the cleaning. I get the cleaning supplies, even though I hate that people are hoarding those because I'm having a hard time finding Lysol or Clorox. Really? And, yeah. But And my son, who lives in New York, when he was he was desperate for it that uh, I had to go to Teresa and ask her for some of hers that she had because she, you know, she, she didn't hoard it, but she was just ready before yeah. everybody else. And well, I, think that's uh, I had to send it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But how come there's no shortage of alcohol? Because people are going through booze like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's the surprise. They can yeah. make that pretty fast, but they can't make toilet paper fast. Or hand sanitizer. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, we have that's, some breweries out here that are created hand sanitizers. Making – that's – I know. I've heard about that too. Yes. Yeah, so and distilleries that are that are changing over to making hand sanitizer. I've thought about trying to make it myself uh, yeah. because I have some aloe vera plants here in Savannah and, um, and rubbing alcohol, but – but oh, I you got find, rubbing alcohol? Because well, it's hard I, to I find got, that. Got it from my mother. Uh, <laughs> you know, because yeah, you, I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find it anywhere. But my mother and father are able to shop at uh, the base uh, commissary and the base exchange. And okay. so I think people are either hoarding less there or or they're just getting more shipments in. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But they, they don't really have a, a shortage there. Oh, that's great. Um, I just I just went to see them. I just got back today. They're they're about oh. two hours away, and oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm glad you get Check, to see them. And what about what about your siblings? Do they live close by? Your uh, sister? fairly close. Uh, the, the the next closest sister is in Atlanta. That's about four hours away. And I have a sister in Ocala, Florida. That's about another you know four four and a half hours away. One in Virginia okay. and one in Houston. Oh. Um, everybody's within driving distance, you know, uh-huh. and, and it's just really nice. I feel great just to be able to know that I can get in the car and see somebody, you know, if I have to sure. in, a, in a day rather than, yeah. Especially with your parents, you know, it's oh, great that you're there now. Especially. They, must, they yeah. must be so happy they get to see you more often. They, well, I hope so. They say they are. <laughs> <laughs> telling the truth. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Well, are they going crazy or they're just used yes. to being in the house anyway? No, they, they're very social, uh, especially my mom. And yeah, it's, it's kind of driving her a little bit crazy. So mm-hmm. she she wants to go to funerals of people she doesn't even know. I'm really, you know, I, <laughs> I hope yeah. she doesn't hear this, but I'm really having to try to, to school her on, you know, how important it is to, to social distance. But I think, I don't know what it is. I think a lot of elderly, I hear this from other people. It's like when my number's up, my number's up, you know, and it's, Mm. but it's, 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 it's more than that. It's a matter of, um, you know, staying safe for other people and not overwhelming our emergency rooms and our resources and all of that. Uh, So if you put it to them that way, then, you know, then they, they see. That's true. I know my son always calls and says, you making sure that Nana and Papa aren't going out. I don't want them going out. I'm like, yeah. I can tell them, but then they sneak out sometimes to go to the grocery store or the mm-hmm. pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what my mom and dad do too. And your son is in Manhattan, so we have to yeah. talk about that a little bit too. Okay, it sounds good. So when we, when we come back from the break uh, and see what his uh, what his life is there in Manhattan. Sounds good. We'll be right back with Pop City. I can testify that this resort compares favorably with the French Riviera in every department. Palm Springs is where it swings. You're going places with Bobby and Melissa. It's Pop City. On iHub Radio. 
guys there? Yep. We're here. Okay. Uh, for those of you who do not know, I was listening to Tim singing, and yeah, I wanted to mention, for those of you who do not know, uh, Melissa's husband, Tim, is singing our um, Pop City jingle, and it's always good to hear his voice. Aw, thanks. I yeah. think he did a, he actually, this was right before the the stuff was getting ready to hit the fan. He uh, was filling in for somebody over at Las Casuelas. Correct. At his old, yeah. his old um, haunt. Yeah. And sure. uh, I was I was in L.A. doing the play, and I wasn't able to go. But the pictures looked like a lot. Of, looked like everybody had a whole lot of fun there. Yeah, we had a great uh, group of supporters, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. And he realized yeah. he doesn't want to do that again. <laughs> It's too much fun. Yeah, yeah, too much. That's it. Too much. Well, fun. he's big time now. He's oh, big yeah. time. But yeah. what is the status of Las Casuelas? Are they doing takeout delivery? No, or, I no? heard they're not. Yeah, I don't know. I have to go on G- dyinggps.com, but I heard that they were not. Uh, maybe not the big one, Terrasas. Maybe the smaller ones are. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that. Yeah, not, not to be grim, but uh, do we know of any restaurants that have definitely restaurants and businesses that have closed? Yes. Because, for instance, um, I used to own a, a sort of a CrossFit gym in right. Palm Springs I saw called that. Solid Solid Fitness, and sold it to a couple of guys that were just doing great with it. They were both trainers, and which David and I are not, and so uh, they were doing really great business with it, but unfortunately, they just announced that they are having to close their doors, which breaks my heart and a lot of other people's hearts. Um, mm. Do we know of any other... Um, I, I do know it's not a secret that the Esvin restaurant in Palm Springs closed down. That one is gone. That one is gone for yeah, sure. I loved it. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. They still have one in Palm Desert, but mm, uh, that's that one a little is a smaller place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I do, I, I've heard rumor of some others, so I don't want to really say, but yeah. Uh, sure. yeah, we'll see some of them not come back, unfortunately. And that'll be a sad case, but well, now maybe maybe you guys know. Um, I I'm I'm wondering like if if somebody like closes up shop, let's say, and then things start to normalize in a few months. I guess fingers crossed they can maybe negotiate their lease back at a better price, and maybe right. things will get better. I mean, for them, you know, in the long run. Let's hope uh, so. Well, there's I'm a hoping. lot of places that are going to have to probably renegotiate leases anyway because even if they keep some of the social distancing rules in place that's going to reduce the amount of tabletop space that each restaurant has if you get down to six foot separations and things like that so some places could be looking at having half or fewer the number of tables that they had before and that means that they can't even if they wanted to generate the revenue necessary to pay the rents Mm -hmm. so rents are just going to have to come down yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, I, you know, of course, I, I, I read the desert sun every every day and I probably always will just to kind of keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on in Palm Springs. And I I read about the class action lawsuit against Turnkey, mm-hmm. which is uh, directly related to coronavirus. And uh, our friend uh, Tanya Maria was, I, I think, kind of leading the charge of uh of that in a, in a sense. I don't know if she wants to take credit for that or not, but she was all over Facebook. Uh, she has a rental property and her guests were not able to come out uh, 
for their for their booking and stay and turnkey was not willing to you know refund their money even though it was a due to no fault of their own so that's going to be an interesting one to follow i saw desert sun was um reporting on that right Uh, Right. So that's going to be interesting. And, you know, yeah. we were we were renting our property out as well through Turnkey, and we really didn't have any issues with them. Uh, but we sold our house before all this happened. So thank goodness. Um, yeah. So it's it's, you know, that I, I, I feel bad for I. Well, I do feel bad for the for Turnkey, too. I mean, I it, it, it's, it's a a tough. It, it's tough. I mean, I. There are a lot of uh, interesting decisions that these businesses are facing, and um, they're, I don't know, it's, right. a, it's a tough line to walk. It sure is. Hey, you know, I know we have just a, a few minutes left, but uh, I didn't want to not bring up uh, a sad thing, but um, but something that should be brought up and say that we miss him terribly. I know that iHub did a fabulous tribute to John Callahan, who we lost um, during this time. And uh, I want to dedicate our show today to him. He was a great friend, a great community member, and uh, a really sweet and funny guy. Absolutely. Yes, John's uh, show came on right before Pop City. And uh, so we got to see him on a regular basis, but not only through iHub Radio, but also through all the charity work that he did with you, Melissa, and the American Cancer Society, and um, and many, many things in the community. I worked with him on all my children as well, and uh, I've known him for many, many years, and it was such a shock. Uh, I, I, my heart goes out to Kaya, his daughter, and his ex-wife, Eva LaRue, who remained close to him throughout all these years, and uh, uh, they made post- marriage really work yeah that <laughs> uh, yeah and uh i know she's she's still heartbroken and you know needless to say kaya kaya will be um and john john was a good guy and we miss him that's that's great of you to bring that up melissa yeah, yeah. especially Thank in the anniversary for, of i have for uh being a part of that as well uh, that special had more listeners than any single production we've ever done here wow yeah. Wow. wow. Well, you know that the, you know I have to we had give another shout out to Anthony simultaneous Turk also. Listeners. Sorry, John. I said we had over 14,000 simultaneous listeners when that aired. Wow. Yeah, and shout out to Anthony Turk um yes. who uh did a lot of publicity for that tribute mm-hmm. episode. Right. And was a guest of ours uh, for that episode, and um, such a great guy, and another close friend of ours. And right, John. Yes. Uh, can listeners still find that? Yes, they online? can. It's uh, there. It's on the, uh, John's podcast page, and we'll have a podcast page for your show as well now, where people who don't get to hear it live will be able to listen on demand. But uh, uh, there is, uh, if you go into our website and you go to the shows page. And then mm-hmm. you uh, go down to towards the bottom of that page. There's a link to John's podcast page, and it uh, is on there, and it will always be there. Hey, I just want to do a shout-out to all our supporters who are excited for us to be back. We appreciate it. And uh, it's somebody's birthday today, right, Bobby? Keisha D. Happy yeah. birthday, Keisha. Hope I you're, hope you're doing well, and uh, hope you had a good birthday. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week.